Welcome to the College Football Bros. I am Ryan Newman. And I am Michael Newman. All right, so in today's episode, the Big 12 is going to stay alive. So Michael will give some uh, his thoughts on how the Big 12 can possibly do that and stay and remain a conference. Uh, we had just the other day or earlier today, actually, we just recorded a podcast about the opposite, how the other conferences are going to poach from the Big 12. But today, let's focus on how they can remain a conference. Michael, lead us through your thought process and kind of what uh, reasons you have for why they actually could stay uh, the, the Big 12. Yeah, I, I'm kind of leaning towards this possibility, actually. I mean, realignment is such a crapshoot that any prediction yeah. you make is probably going to be wrong, as, as we've said. Um, but I have some reasons for my thoughts. And you can skip forward a little bit ahead of the episode if you just want to see those four <laughs> teams that I'm choosing. I know that maybe is why you clicked this episode. Michael's got to be long-winded first. I bet I have some good thoughts here, Ryan. Oh, so I'm sure you do. I've, I've read a lot over the last week. I've listened to podcasts you know, of people in the know. So I've kind of... Your sources are telling you. Oh, that's... Yes, all my sources yeah. are telling me. Uh, so, I, and my prediction, yeah, is that the Big 12 stays together. Um, I think the, the remaining eight teams, I think they, of course, want to take full advantage of the leverage they have over Texas and Oklahoma right now, who, of course, would have to pay them $80 million if they leave before the end of the, of the contract. And they've also got, uh, of course, this ESPN contract that is, um, the Big 12 is getting, each school is getting $37 million uh, a year as uh, with the conference as it is so there's a lot of money you know saying that they should stay together at least in the the short term here um, because if they fell apart schools jump ship you know kansas moves to the big 10 tcu moves to the pac-12 all that then espn can kind of rip up that contract that they have with uh with the big 12 and texas and ou maybe don't have to pay that big 80 million dollar fee so um that's why i think for now they want to stay together and and another reason I think that they'll stay together is that I don't see a lot of these remaining eight schools or really any being that attractive to big power conferences. And that's yeah. where you would ideally like to jump is to another power conferences, you know, the power conference, the ACC, Pac-12 or the Big Ten. And I think if you're if you're looking to add someone from the Big 12 and you're one of those power conferences, you're your slice of the conference money is going to be reduced for, for each of your schools. So that's that school that you're adding better really grow that pie or those schools that you're adding. And, and, you know, Iowa state, Texas tech, even TCU, Oklahoma state, obviously some of those brands are better than others, but I don't think they are, you know, they're not Texas and Oklahoma, obviously yeah. the, the ratings bear that out. So I'm not sure the, you know, PAC 12, big 10 is, are going to want to add those schools. So um, that brings me to, this option here where I think the Big 12 stays together and adds these four teams. So my first school is a is BYU. Uh, they're, oh. They are a national brand. That's why they've been able to survive as an independent in, in football uh, the past several years. On the field, they're, of course, typically very good. Um, they've yeah. got a great fan base. And I think they'd immediately be one of the best brands in the Big 12, which is what all these conferences are looking for it's not necessarily just about adding geography though that is always nice but uh adding a yeah. big national brand would be would be good so byu makes sense second school i have is houston and i know the existing texas big 12 schools would would probably not like this having to to share the state with another one but I think it makes the conference just overall more relevant in that state houston of course is a huge market uh big city and the school itself is very large and they've shown that they're willing to invest 
in athletics, in football, of course, with yeah. the facilities and with, you know, they just poached Dana Holgerson from West Virginia and paid him a bunch of money. So um, I think that they would they would fit in well. And they've been good. Obviously, the last couple of years haven't been great. But overall, the last 10 or 15 years, they've been a good football program and basketball. Very good in basketball. The thing is, just can they be, you know, is the potential there, right? Yeah. That's, you know, you can't think about the, the immediate short term. Uh, Houston has that potential. Yeah. They, they have huge potential. Uh, Cincinnati is the next yep. school, and this would make the geographic fit of West Virginia a lot more, a lot less weird, I'll say, give them a partner up there. On the field, it's a home run. The, the program is in great shape right now and consistently has been very good, so I don't see that, that stopping anytime soon. They've also got a very good basketball program, so I, I think Cincinnati would be a no-brainer if they can get them. And then the last school is UCF, and they're okay. a program that could eventually blossom into a national power. They, they, everyone's called them a sleeping giant. It's a huge school. It's in a great recruiting base. Um, and their football program is in a very good situation right now with a good roster. They've got Gus Malzahn, a big-time coach. So um, a lot of people have called UCF not only a sleeping giant, but the, the, the best G5 uh, program. So... I think that would yeah, be a great Yeah, it's got addition. a lot of built-in advantages, but it's the outlier there for sure. Uh, you know, it would be in that conference and be kind of way out there in Florida and everybody else's. But hey, that's not – West Virginia was where, so it's not like it's that much different. Yeah. So. I, at this point, you know, they're, they're a good brand to add. Like if you're – for instance, like with if you're the SEC and USC wanted to join, you might be like, sure, yeah, you're all the way out there. Whatever, you're a great brand. We'll figure yeah. it out later. I'm hey, going off fly. on a tangent there. It's all good. Like, yeah. you fly all the overs. Yeah, no, I, I'm with you. I'm with you. It's not like Florida to the Big 12 is actually really that far. <laughs> it's like, right, right. There you have it. So the you're kind of leaving of out this, the SMUs and Memphises. Uh, those are other good options. You're probably not yeah. going to get all your plan A's here. So, yeah. SMU, yeah. Memphis, good options. Um, I'm trying to think of other schools that have been thrown out there. Tulane uh, extend into Louisiana. The best part of this plan is that they're no longer liars because the Big 12 would have 12 schools. Oh, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Wow. So, hey, there you go. Back to the, back to what they should be. Yeah. I mean, it between the two things we recorded here, you think this one's more likely? I think so. I, I think, um, like I said, there's so much incentives for – the Big yeah. 12 not to fracture. I know it'll be easy to do that because every school is trying to look out for themselves. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I think this is a pretty decent option. And this new conference becomes, you know, the clear fifth best conference um, with the chance yes. to be even higher if, if some of these schools work out. So, yep. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I'm with you on that. I think those teams make sense. And I do agree this is the more likely scenario. Uh, there's, there's, you know, those teams, I think the, it's a really hot topic right now. A lot of those schools are kind of freaking out. But I think maybe the dust will settle a little bit and they'll kind of realize, hey, we're still all right as long as we can do this. The best option is still to stick together. Um, there is some built-in advantages, like you said, in the monologue. So, um, But thank you. Thank you for listening to the College Football Bros. Uh, if you like our channel, please subscribe. Take a look at our podcast as well. Uh, but we will be back with some more content shortly. So thank you for listening. You've been listening to the College Football Bros. If you have any questions for the next podcast, email them to collegefootballbros at gmail.com. To keep up with the brothers on social media, like them on Facebook at College Football Bros, 
Follow them on Instagram at College Football Bros. And for their commentary on Saturdays, follow them on Twitter at CFB Bros. Thanks for listening.